Hey guys, welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. It's Shawnee here, your host, again with a solo episode today. I know I haven't done a solo episode in a while. Um, This is part two of my series on boundaries. So the last time I was here solo, I, I did part one, which was all about setting boundaries around social media. And I also talked a little bit about why boundaries are so important. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go and check out episode 20 of the podcast and get caught up. Um, Boundaries are something that I personally have struggled with in the past and something that I kind of still struggle with now as a recovering people pleaser. But today, what we're going to talk about is creating boundaries around your time. Um, So this is a really big topic. This is an excuse that I have used so often is that I don't have enough time um, in my day. And and I know a lot of my clients have kind of used this same excuse as well. So let's dive into this. Hi, friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer. And I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. So here is what I think about time. Uh, I I recently had a session with a coach who specializes in human design, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole here of <laughs> what human design actually is. But I was talking to him about one of my struggles being time management, and he said something that um, that really struck a chord with me, and that was, I don't believe in time management. And I immediately felt a little bit defensive, (laughs) uh, but remained open to this new perspective. Um, And he went on to share that that we all have the same amount of time. You know, there are 24 hours within a day. And so time is consistent for everyone. Um, Instead, it's not so much about managing time. It's about managing priorities. You know, since we can't change time, we can't add extra hours inside of a day, we can shift our priorities and allocate time and energy to those priorities. Um, and as he explained that, my defensive walls started to come down a little bit. And I mean, it made a lot of sense. Um, I started to see where I was prioritizing things that didn't feel aligned. Um, and so that was just a really neat perspective shift for me in terms of prioritization and utilizing my time in a way that is effective, efficient, and fulfilling. Um, I, I also want to appreciate here that this perspective can 
also feel super threatening. Uh, if you haven't done your own inner work on what you are realistically spending your time doing and, and getting clear on what priorities um, you have versus what you want to have, um, that perspective can feel almost like a personal attack. Uh, that's kind of how it felt with me. Um, and it's it's super easy to victimize yourself when it comes to boundaries and time, um, especially if you are someone in some kind of caregiving or leadership role. So if you are a new parent or a single parent, if you have a sick family member that you are taking care of, um, if you are the main source of income in your family, uh, if you're a new entrepreneur starting your business, etc. Um, so boundaries around time can look really different for everyone, depending on what your priorities are and what is important to you. Um, and what I really wanted to talk about today is the process that I use in my own life and with my clients and, and share with you how to get clear on those priorities and allocate time for the things that are actually important to you. Um, so the first part of that process for me is to become aware of your reality. Um, so before we can even start to dive into setting boundaries around your time and exploring your priorities, we really have to become aware of how you already spend your time. You know, what are what are the real circumstances? No, no judgment here. You know, what do you actually spend your time doing on a day to day basis? Um, so often I have told myself the excuse and I've heard my clients say the excuse of time escapes me or I don't know where my time goes. Um, and, and personally, I'm a little ADHD. So I mean, not officially diagnosed, but I tend to get very distracted very easily. And so, I mean, up until quite recently, I felt like I was a victim to time because time would just escape me and I would do a task, I would sit down to do a task and then end up, you know, going down a rabbit hole in YouTube and wasting two or three hours of my day. Um, and so one of the practices that really helped me get out of this victimhood was tracking. Um, bear with me. I know tracking can can seem like a really tedious uh, exercise, but tracking my time, even just for like a couple of weeks to really get that realistic, clear picture on what my days actually looked like was really, really helpful. Um, and so some of the trends, some of the habits that I found after tracking my time for a couple of weeks was, um, you know, I, I was spending two to three hours at a time like I said earlier, going down the YouTube rabbit hole, I, I, you know, that um, that recommended for you section is um, really tempting. <laughs> and I always found myself clicking that next recommended video. And um, I could literally waste two to three hours doing that. Um, I was delaying getting out of bed for like an hour or two, just scrolling on my phone because I didn't want to get out of bed. I would be vegging out on the couch for three hours at the end of the day, just watching TV, watching mindlessly um, after a long day at work because I wanted to wind down and relax. Um, you know, I would also 
tell myself that I was going to work on a particular project and then get distracted and have a billion tabs open and take twice as long to work on it than I actually intended. Um, And so all of those things right there, that's already like seven to 10 hours of my day. Um, And the most important thing that I realized in tracking was that I was spending a lot of time not being intentional. And and honestly, it was a little bit difficult for me to track my time because it was hard. It was hard to remember to log the things that I did. And, and sometimes I found myself not wanting to track certain things because I was embarrassed that I spent too much time doing them. You know, scrolling on my phone for an hour or two before I even start my day was something I felt pretty shameful about. And And so tracking things like that was kind of a wake-up call for me to actually see – a visual representation of where I wasn't setting clear boundaries and allocating my time to things that I actually wanted to spend my time on. Um, So that's the first tip that I want to encourage you to start with is to track your time, just gain some awareness, take a week or two and track in your calendar or in a planner or whatever you use, everything that you do and how much time it actually takes. Um, and and be really honest with yourself here. Uh, it's not something that you're going to do all the time. It's, it's just something that can help you uh, gain some awareness of your current reality. The second tip that I have here, the second part of that process is to identify your routines and put them on the calendar. Um, so think about... What are the things that you do every single day that you don't even think about? You know, what are your normal routines? I think that sometimes we forget that some of these things actually take up a lot of our time. And so getting clear on what your current daily routines are can give you an additional sense of awareness. Um, So even things that you don't realize that you do every day, hygiene, uh, commutes to and from work, dropping the kids off at school, prepping lunches or meals, things like that. Take some time to identify all of those routines and put them on your calendar so that you can visually see where it all fits in and how much time they take. This this can also be a really great way to help you gain some awareness of what routines are actually aligned with you and what routines you can adjust to create more space. Um, So really getting clear on your routines, adding them to the calendar, making those um, the first things that you schedule. Uh, And then the next part of that process is to get realistic. So once you put your, um, once you put your routines onto your calendar, uh, you may have some feelings that come up when you look at the remaining time on your calendar. Um, And this is where I encourage you to go back and look at the time that you tracked um, and see if there are any areas where you could be saving time or utilizing your time more wisely. It's totally okay to have feelings that come up about the time that you have left over. And, And you may look at your calendar and see that there's not a lot of space and start to freak out. Like, where am I going to fit in all of this stuff? Um, and that's totally normal, you know, just making sure that you are, um, getting really realistic and coming to terms with your reality. 
Um, and then, then whenever you do that, whenever you start to really accept what your reality is, that's when you can get super creative. This is where I encourage you to make two different lists. Um, make a list of the things that you absolutely need to do. So these are things that only you can do that will only happen if you create the time to make them happen. So these are um, higher priority tasks that you want to make sure get on your schedule. So things like um, grocery shopping or budgeting, um, planning meals, events for your kids, school or sports events. Um, you know, if you're a business owner, connecting with people, networking, uh, doctor's appointments. Um, you can even add date nights with your partner onto your needs list. This could be a need or a want. Um, same with exercise and, um, and self-care. This could be either a need or a want. And essentially what a needs list is, is anything that you want to prioritize over everything else, everything you want to make room for inside of your schedule, um, goes on the needs list. And then, once you have that needs list, put them on your schedule, put them on your calendar before you move on to the next step. And the next step is creating your second list, which is a wants list. Um, so make a list of all of the things that you want to do. So things that inspire you, things that bring you joy. Um, take a look at this list and, um, and schedule the ones that feel the most right for you at that time. So, if you are wanting to make more time for exercise or self-care, um, pick one or two self-care tasks and put them on the calendar for that week. Um, if you're wanting to spend more time with friends and um, cultivate your social relationships, make it a point to look at where you have some some gaps in your schedule or some time to be able to meet up with someone or even give one of your friends a call. Um and, and add that into the calendar. So the wants list are things that are still a priority for you, but they kind of go at the very end, you know, um, they, they get entered in within the gaps that you see in your schedule after you've already added in your routines and your needs list. All of these tips work really well if you're using the calendar blocking system or the time blocking system. Um, I really love using my Google Calendar. I live by my Google Calendar. Everything is on there. Um, I used to be a really big paper planner person, but the um, the convenience of having everything on my phone, having reminders pop up every now and then um, for what I need to be doing. Um, that has just been really working for me. Um, some people are really more into the paper planners and that is totally cool. You know, whatever works for you, whatever helps you have a really good understanding of what your current schedule and your time situation looks like. Um, and so one of the things that's really helped me in, in time blocking and, and using this process is creating a color code system. Uh, so color coding can be a really awesome way to tell your brain that you're getting ready to do certain types of tasks. So for me, I have um, all of my business tasks in one color, all of my family, home, social life, self-care stuff in another color. Um 
And and that really works for me. That really gives me a good sense of, okay, I'm getting ready to do this particular type of thing. I need to be in this type of headspace. Um, and it also gives me a chance to, to zoom out and look through my calendar and um, make sure that I'm creating some kind of balance between the different types of categories that I have. So if I have um, a lot of business tasks in one week, um, I'll make sure to kind of add in as much self-care as possible. And then maybe that next week, if it's not so busy, really focus in on my self-care. So really, um, it's, it's a good way to have that visual. If you are a visual person to use a color coding system in some way, shape or form, um, to give your brain something to see so that you can kind of understand what headspace you need to be in whenever you're doing certain types of tasks. Um, and then another t- a tip that I have too with, uh, with calendar blocking is whenever you are scheduling out your priorities, your routines, your needs and your wants, um, find similar tasks that would be easier or more efficient to do if done around the same time and batch them together. So batching similar tasks is a, a neat hack to making that time blocking um, method even more effective. You know, it helps you get certain things done when you're already in that headspace and and having that energy to do similar tasks. So for me, I like to schedule like all of my emails, all of my like um, content creation for my business and, and everything that is more of like an introverted task. Um, I tried to batch them all together because I'm already kind of in that headspace. Um, whereas if I am going to be on calls all day, I try to schedule them all, you know, within specific days of the week, because I know that those are going to be the days that I am going to be a little bit more energetic. I need to get ready. I, I'm going to be talking to people. Um, so that's one of the things that I think can be really helpful is to batch similar tasks together. That way it's not so hard for you to move to one task to the other because you're already in that energy level um, whenever you're doing these things. And then the final piece that I have here about time and setting boundaries around your time is really to just be super, super intentional. Um you know, your time is so precious. And so often I hear that excuse, like I said, at the very beginning of, I don't have time, time escapes me, I don't I don't know where I'm going to fit in all of this stuff. And I want to, I want to invite you into the perspective that this is a limiting belief. You know, if you truly want something to happen, you will make time for it. Um, set timers for yourself, create boundaries to help you with distractions, find a system that works for you to stay on task. You know, all it takes is some awareness and intentionality to manage your time efficiently and, and for you to not be a victim to time. Um, I can't tell you how many instances I can think of off the top of my head where I felt like, I just had no control over my time at all. And doing this process that I talked about in this episode here 
has been really helpful in allowing me to just gain some of that control back and also take responsibility for the time that I have and what I use it for. Uh, Because ultimately, literally everything that you do um, in life is a choice. Um, And yes, some things can feel like you don't have a choice to do them, especially if you are um, someone who likes to give um, and is a really compassionate person. It can be really hard to put those boundaries around your time and to say no to things and to um, put something lower on the priority list if somebody asks you to do something. Um, but one of the things that I really had to learn as a chronic people pleaser is that my time is my time. And um, a- allowing other people to kind of run my calendar and um, not taking responsibility for my willingness to allow that to happen was was really harming me and the people around me. Because whenever you don't have boundaries around your time, um, you essentially become so exhausted and so um, just misaligned with the way that you're spending your day, and it bleeds into other areas of your life. So this is something that I really encourage you to take a hard look at if you are someone who is really wanting to gain control of your calendar again and um, leverage your time so that you can do things that you love and that so you can reach your goals. Try some of these, um, try some of these things out that we talked about today. Follow this process. Let me know how it goes. Um, If you are wanting some deeper coaching around this, reach out to me and schedule a free session. I have a couple of spots open this month for, um, for free discovery sessions and we can definitely dig into this. Um, on one of those calls. But yeah, let me know what your perspective is on time. And if you have a self-limiting belief on time, I'd love for you to share it. Um, I think we all have self-limiting beliefs around time. And it, it kind of just comes from, you know, how we each grew up and what our experiences were with with managing our priorities. And um and I think it it can be really difficult to get to a place where we can actually be aware of all that, but we first have to be really honest with ourselves. So let me know how this resonates. I think that um, this can be a really big struggle for a lot of people. So please reach out to me if this is something that you struggle with, that you'd like some support with. I'd love to support you. Um Come hang out with me in my free community on Facebook called Heart Aligned Humans. This is just a safe space where you can come and feel supported, seen, heard. Um, you know, we'd love to to have you in the community. Um, the link for that will be in the show notes. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you're listening on a platform where you can leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Um And make sure you subscribe to this podcast, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. Tag me at Nurse Coach Sean with an E. Um, I always love seeing when you guys are listening and uh, and hearing what your takeaways are from these episodes. So uh, thank you so much, everyone. As always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. (music) 